Hey, and welcome to the Open Update by Liberate Science. I'm your host, Chris Hartrink, and I scroll through Twitter so you don't have to. Thanks for joining us this week. Wiley announced a new author name change policy last week, which will benefit trans people. It now reads, quote, in cases where authors wish to change their name following publication, Wiley will update and republish the paper and re-deliver the updated metadata to indexing services. Our editorial and production teams will use discretion in recognizing that name changes may be of a sensitive and private nature for various reasons, including alignment with gender identity. To protect the author's privacy, we will not publish a correction notice to the paper, and we will not notify co-authors of the change." End quote. Correspondence in Nature indicates that the journal Science, The Lancet, and others still request the marital status from women in the submission procedure, but not from men. The authors remark, quote, in our view, marital status and nomenclature associating a woman's name with it has no place in this context, in the scientific community or in the current century, end quote. Dr. Jennifer Freyd is in a wage dispute with her university over alleged wage discrimination. Inside Higher Education reports that her university offered her a retirement package conditional on her dropping the wage discrimination lawsuit. The alleged pay gap was up to 18,000 US dollars per year. Dr. Freyd is known for her expertise on institutional betrayal and DARVO behavior, which stands for Deny, Attack, Reverse Victim, and Offender. A new survey at the Max Planck Society published Open Access in Frontiers indicates doctoral candidates hold generally positive views of open science practices, like pre-registration, open access, and open data and registered reports, and also indicates that implementation remains low. This highlights that a path to open science may need to leverage positive views to promote implementation. TechDirt reports on India's new science, technology, and innovation policy, which includes national journal subscriptions instead of institutional journal subscriptions, 100% self-archived open access, and open data for all publicly funded research, if adopted. Nature Scientific Reports, a daughter journal of Nature, announced it will start publishing registered reports. Registered reports are reviewed at two stages, before data collection for the methods and after data collection for adherence to the study protocol. Europe PubMed Central funding has been renewed until March 2026. Also known as Europe PMC, it is an important piece of scholarly infrastructure and provides comprehensive access to both metadata and full text of research articles. Two new funders joined the initiative, namely the Dutch Research Council and the Netherlands Organization for Health Research and Development. The COVID-19 Rapid Review Initiative now requires all published articles to make their data publicly available upon publication. Quote, from 20th January 2021, articles published by the original group of COVID Rapid Review Initiative members must have data shared in a public repository rather than just available on request, end quote. Over 20 publishers are already involved in this initiative, including eLife, PeerJ, PLOS, and others. Coalition S, the consortium of international agencies supporting the European Open Access Plan S, released a widget for their journal checker tool, so journals can easily display whether they are Plan S compliant or not. 
This follows the release of the Journal Checker tool in November last year. 2020 saw the release of version 2 of the Arrive Reporting Quality Guidelines. Last week, they announced the guidelines were translated into nine other languages, including Chinese. After comment, these guidelines are freely available for redistribution, as Equator researchers called for a few weeks ago, where, quote, reporting guidelines should be free to publish, read, and use, end quote. The Guardian reports that South Africa has to pay circa five US dollars for the AstraZeneca COVID vaccine, versus the circa two US dollars the European Union has to pay. A provided explanation indicates it's due to the EU's investment in research and development. Qualtrics, widely used in survey data collection, is on track for its initial public offering, or IPO. The company is valued at 13.1 billion US dollars after it was acquired by SAP in 2018 for 8 billion US dollars. The Intercept provided a guide to securely sharing Zoom recordings last week, which increasingly have a tendency to include various forms of watermarks. If you're part of Zoom negotiations, these are helpful tips when deciding whether you can share your recordings anonymously. Find the guide on the Intercept's website. Crossref released its yearly data dump, including all the information in its database. These 120 million records are circa 100 gigabytes of data, which can be downloaded from academic torrents. A bit over a month after Elsevier announced it would make all its citation data publicly available, Bianca Kramer reports that data is now actually available. It took Elsevier around three years to finally commit to the initiative for open citations. The Riot Science Club presented its new schedule for upcoming talks. On the 28th of January, the founder of SciHub, Alexandra Elbakian, will join the virtual speaker series. The metaphor package for R, used in many meta-analysis, now includes the reporter function that automatically creates a report of the meta-analysis, including the used statistical methods. Thanks for joining us for this week's open update. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing on YouTube or on your podcast provider of choice. You can find links to our sources in the description. See you next week.